0: Everyone and welcome back to another episode of the 411 on 778 it's me again nate spore uh, on this episode we've got back again with us is dbr scott brown uh scott and staff a few weeks back we're out at some at a convention uh, getting some training getting some knowledge from our leadership these guys are at these kind of events several times a year these guys are at training several times a year they're 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 constantly looking for more information they're constantly being getting more training to help us and the only way they can help us is for us to get involved so please i know you guys i i say it all the time we need to be involved and i'm i'm proof because i at one time didn't understand what the union did for me um on a personal level but i've gotten involved within just the last year and they've opened my eyes to a lot of ways that they can help us and they've given me tools to do things to launch this podcast to reach all of you and hopefully strengthen our union as a whole um so the resources are out there but The only way to find out what those resources are is to be involved. And to get involved, go to meetings, talk to your stewards, talk to your committeemen, um, talk to DBR, Scott Brown, talk to your business reps, call up to the hall, talk to these guys. These guys are available to you at all times, and they want to help. So I encourage you to please reach out to anybody um i'm i'm proof myself and it's it's really made me a believer that big things can happen so um with that said let's go ahead and get into this episode on uh like i said with dbr scott brown talking about the convention all right everybody i'm here with dbr scott brown scott appreciate you taking out the time of your busy day to be here with us yeah appreciate it thanks for having me again so recently you and the staff here attended a conference uh a union conference. Can you tell us what conference that was and what it was de- in detail, what
1: it was about? Yeah, so we just attended the Unity and Growth Conference last week. There was approximately 900 members there, from staff to executive board members to um, everyday members out of the shop. Um, the whole The whole conference was focused directly on our membership and how we need to listen to our membership to learn, adapt, and and implement changes that our membership needs and that they want to see so that we can adapt to the ever-changing workforce. Um, the whole idea is, you know, we, we've we got to make changes throughout the organization to grow in strength, unity, and power. Um, and then w- within that, to go a little bit deeper, you know, how each sector within the IAM is going to move forward. Um there's several several different sectors within the organization, including automotive, wood, pulp, and paper, air transport, rail, public sector, um, federal sector, aerospace. This is just to name a few. Um, so, you know, the changes that our members want to see can be different from sector to sector, and and the changes that we need to make are going to be different.
0: Right. And I think it, it goes with our local as well. You can see that on our local level, we have several different we're not just auto dealerships we're auto dealerships we've got lake city Uh, we have federal contractors we have ups we've got all kinds of different companies uh, that we service so it's not just a one-sided it's not one main thing
1: yeah we have several of those within our own local Um, we're definitely a diverse local and and to move forward and and to organize and represent our our members and future members the way that they need to be serviced and organized um, we have to be willing and able to change with the times yeah
0: and i know you guys are very open uh like you said it's all about communication and and it's all about communication and listening to our membership and and seeing any changes that need to be made and i know you guys are here at the hall your phones are on uh you guys return you know you'll talk to the membership after union meetings for i've seen it for hour hour and a half after the union meetings where you guys are here talking to the membership so you guys are always here
1: yeah Uh, it's definitely not a nine to five um job i don't think it ever has been or it's ever designed to be that way i mean we have to be there to respond to the folks and and we do that through the support of the stewards and the executive board and committees and everything else um there was some other things too at this conference. You know, they, you know, you get reports from the IEM organizing department um, at the international level and the things that they're doing um, throughout the entire organization as far as campaigns go. Um, you know, there w- was guest speakers from a number of different industries. We've we go over some of the legal changes that we've seen that affects how we represent and how we organize. Um, including board decisions you know whenever charges get filed not necessarily by the machinist union but any union when charges get filed a decision comes out that you know can affect how we operate um so overall um the conference was really good um focused on all the sectors independently with breakout sessions so that you could focus directly on those and um just a lot of lot of good information. It was a good week. Good. All right. And
0: so with that, I know there was also some announcements to leadership, uh, leadership changes on the international level. Can you
1: discuss that? Yeah, it was announced that um, our international president, Robert Martinez, Jr., was going to be retiring um, effective January 1, 2024. He will be replaced by... Resident General Vice President Brian Bryant. And then we had several General Vice Presidents um, announce their retirement too. So, um, out of the Southern Territory, General Vice President Ricky Wallace announced his retirement. He'll be replaced by Southern Territory Chief of Staff Craig Martin. And then our very own Midwest Territory General Vice President Steve Galloway, uh, he will be retiring as well. Um, and January one, Sam Cincinelli will be filling that position. And then there was um, with um, you know Brian Bryant leaving the resident general vice president position that left an opening there. So Brother Jody Bennett will be filling the um, position of resident general vice president effective January one also. So so altogether a lot of lot of leadership changes and. We've, we got to hear from all of them, and we're excited, and we, we look forward to the direction that they take our organization further. Yeah, and I
0: thank them personally for everything that they've done for the, for the IAM. All right, so can you tell our membership about the standing practices for retirement in these positions?
1: Yeah, so it's been a longstanding um, practice when the executive council, or for the executive council when they retire, that they retire at the age of 65. And I mean the whole, whole idea and the whole intent of that is so that you know folks don't stay in these leadership positions and and you get new up and comers into these positions to keep our union moving forward, and they've done an excellent job of that throughout throughout the history, especially honoring that 65 um, age retirement cutoff, um, but the membership enshrined that in our constitution at the last convention, so. Um, it went from a long-standing practice that had been followed for as long as long as I'm aware of um, to now a requirement that they retire at the age of 65. So some of these folks are, are going a little bit early um, to make way for the folks behind them, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And, um, yeah, we'll keep it moving forward. I know they will. Awesome. All right, well, thank you for your time, and uh, I'm glad you guys had
0: a good time. Thank you.